Okay. I'm not doing intros anymore because I feel like if you are viewing my pod, if uh-huh. you look at the description, you know why we're doing what we're doing. We want to yeah. help student athletes, positivity, purpose, and peace. So we're just going to get into it. Let's do it. Brother Charles, how long <laughs> have we known each other? It's been a long time now. It feels so weird just even saying that sentence, but it has been I a know. I know. It's been like. Six, at least seven. Seven, 20, 2016, and we're in 2023. Holy, that's crazy. That's, so that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So, right, it's going to be going on eight. Yeah. And amen crazy. to technology because our friendship has been sustained through FaceTime. Very virtual. <laughs> Extremely virtual relationship, for sure. Extremely virtual. Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> but you're literally my brother, like my best friend. That's what's crazy. Like, we yeah, you're definitely. Yeah, we do. We do. Very close. Yeah, I'm definitely. Huh? What were you gonna say? Oh, you come, y'all. So Charles cool. doesn't, bro. Charles doesn't like to express himself, y'all. So just <laughs> give him grace. Like, you see, he was gonna give me a compliment. You're definitely, and then he took it back. It's yeah, cool, no, because you said something, so I didn't want to cut you off. You know, because you had something. Oh, you wanted, okay. I wanted to give you space. You know. Right. 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 That's okay. all. That's all. That's all. Okay. Well, yes. So we met at USF. Why don't you just tell a little brief summary of who you are, what you're doing? Yeah. um, Went to college at University of San Francisco for a few years. Graduated there in 2020. Transferred to University of Louisville. Uh, Got injured there. Suffered a few injuries at University of San Francisco also, but fought through those. Um, Was trying to go to the league, but COVID happened, so I ended up going to, you know, Louisville instead. And then... Got injured, basically lost all my professional basketball opportunities and everything, and had to have surgery after the season. And uh, you know, a lot of rehab, a lot of training, and everything. Basically, traveling, starting from scratch to get everything back. And now I just finished my last. Uh, I just finished a season in Spain, playing professionally right now. And now we're, you know, just waiting to see what's next. So very excited for that. And you were hooping there. I had some good little highlights. Uh, you know, we, we put in the work, so hopefully. You, you put know, in the work, and yeah. that's not easy. When you, like, overcoming an injury for a long period of time is hard, but when it happens to you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you get a handful. It's, it's, it gets a little tough. I was definitely going to quit. I was definitely thinking about it. just. No, seriously. Seriously, it that definitely can cross a person's mind because it's draining. It's so draining. I think depending on what it is, like if it's an ankle tweak or something, you definitely have the tools to glean from your past. Like, okay, I've been here before. I had the little plateau moments, but when it's like traumatic injury after the next. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to remember, like it's already hard enough to get there. Yes. Even if you're healthy. Exactly. You know, you add injuries and stuff, it gets significantly harder with every single one after that. So it's like, yeah. and then it's like the mental, the mental health aspect of everything too. Like you don't feel, you know, it kind of like you feel like you're you're losing part of yourself every time, and it's like mm-hmm. you like over again and then over again, you know. But for sure, yeah, and it's, what are you gonna say? Same. We're still here. We're still going. So apparently, yeah, no, that's beautiful. I enjoyed enough. So yeah. Yeah, and you have to have a strong resolve. Sure. Like you have to have a vision of what you're trying to accomplish to get through those rough moments. Mm-hmm. 
because, ooh, even just building the muscle, seeing yourself weak, and then going through that process of like, oh my gosh, I was in top shape. Like, I'm going mm-hmm. through that now. I ran a mile for the first time. Hey, like, that's crazy. That's um, herniated disc, crippleizing, yeah. couldn't walk, couldn't move. Graduation was in a wheelchair. Ended my pro career, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I had an agent and everything. So yeah, that was a mental hurdle. But being able to run and do something hard and sweat yeah. and like. Feels good. It feels so good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I commend you, bro. Like, you, you've you overcame a lot. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little tough. <laughs> We're still going. And COVID, like. Yeah, COVID was rough. COVID. No control. Like, as an athlete, what do you. It's so funny because I was talking to a group of people about how it was hard during COVID as an athlete. Mm-hmm. to just perform and be your best and be consistent yeah and i'm like i mean we was playing through COVID though also it's like should we be playing right is it safe That's people are getting question. sick yeah we, we, we can we can play games together but we can't hang out so i'm isolated yeah. mm-hmm. Crazy. very rough very rough very rough yeah no i did that when i was in louisville with like new school didn't know anybody anything and i was just like i didn't want to get anything so i literally was not doing much of the socializing until I got injured and I was like, forget all of this or whatever. And so, and I, you know, I went to the whole music, music route and did a little bit of music and stuff, but that was yes. fun. And that's cool that you decided to invest in your music and your I mean, I didn't now. have a choice. I would have, I would have been, I mean, I think I told you a few stories, but it would have been very rough if I didn't have mm-hmm. any you know, during that time. So I just yeah. did what I needed to, to kind of get through it. You know, and I was still just getting through it. Like, I wouldn't say that I was, like, thriving in those moments. Like, they were very dark, you know. Right. I was pushing, like, just trying to stay above water, basically, the whole time. But, so how is it? how important is it to have something outside of basketball or something outside of your sport? I mean, it's – yeah, it's everything. I mean, I, I would say – I think it really just depends on how devoted you are to the craft itself in the first place because, it like – to varying degrees like if you have other things that you already care about or or it's not like you know a huge like central part of your life or your your mental aspect or whatever obviously losing it's still going to suck but it's not going to be like you know life defining mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. a crushing moment for you but you mm-hmm. know if it's like everything that you do or like it's literally what you think about when you wake up in the morning once you go to sleep at night like and then you don't have that and you you're just kind of stuck that that can be a very very difficult thing to go through especially like all the sacrifices you you make you know as athletes you make so many sacrifices to play the game that you so love. So, yeah so having something else is like i honestly don't believe i'd even be alive if i didn't have music like mm-hmm. i know myself an addict but i i genuinely believe that like i really do feel that way so i mean or something else like if, if it wasn't music it would have had to be something else i don't know but uh, mm-hmm. that's just kind of for me personally that's just how I feel about it yeah yeah it, it becomes your whole life honestly like and yeah. I don't know if that's by design or what but it's really mm-hmm. easy to lose sight of everything else that life has to offer mm-hmm. yeah. when you're pursuing mm-hmm. this dream you know 
Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing, and it's like a it's a hard thing at the same time. Like, I don't think that it's necessarily wrong that it's like that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I've had like just you know certain experiences, and I'm like the fact that I can I'm able to feel so strongly about something I think is a beautiful thing, even if it is yeah. negative at the same time. Like, how many people can feel that way? Not because they're not gonna be getting money, not because you know they have a family to support. Mm -hmm. But like they feel this way because they can't do what they love to do. Like that's like a it's very rarely do people feel that way. You know what I mean? Like to the point where yeah. like, it, it can break you. I, like the fact that you're even able to get broken by something like that, I think it's pretty cool. Wow. No, I agree, bro. And like I was just I just made a video the other day. Mm -hmm. on TikTok and I was like I was remembering how the situations I've been in because of basketball or because of sports are yeah. they're not replicable in real life like there's lessons in situations yeah. that are applicable like you can be like oh I learned that there there uh -huh. but being able to be on the line and make a game winning shot you're not yeah. doing that or like yeah. traveling with homies all day or right. there's just you you know you know what is it what is it saying hindsight is 2020 like you know it when you're done it, i mean i'm done you know mm -hmm. playing um professionally or collegially so i'm like wow no that's that's really a different space and yes. through the ups and downs you really have to know like you're never gonna get that experience again it's beautiful and yeah you you know, give yourself to it, live it, be mad, be sad, do, you know, do well, figure it out. Like it's worth, you know, your investment, I would say. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think like also just like, you know, having this roller coaster relationship with basketball has been, you mm -hmm. know, giving me a lot of perspective on just like how I approach it now is a little bit different. Obviously, I'm still like super devoted. Like I still have like notebooks where like I, I take notes of like, you know, plays or like different ideas yeah. that I want to add and stuff like that. Or like, you know, I watch film, YouTube videos, all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, I definitely have a lot more fun than I used to. Like mm -hmm. when I traveled to Spain last year, I went out way more than I normally would have like in other situations and stuff like that. And like, you know, I meet, like I'm going, like seeing the people traveling, like going to museums, like doing things just on my own, just because. Yeah. I know that this this stuff can literally go away like at any moment. And when am I going to be in this country again doing this? Yes. I love that you said that because I was legit talking to my mom the other day about USF and like how I loved it there in San mm -hmm. Francisco and like yeah. how I didn't do anything. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, you know, I didn't do any like yeah. near to what I could have done because I'm just like, no, I'm on the grind. Like, yeah. you know, in the gym. What, you know, I got injured after my freshman year, trying yeah. to prove myself, you know, mm -hmm. punishing myself sometimes, of you know, not going out, whatever. And it's like, you really have to find that balance because having that break, having other opportunities to be creative and deal with conflict and like, you got to have that outside mm -hmm. so you can release some pressure. Like you need relief. Yeah. That's something that I could say is a regret. It's just not fully basking in the full student athlete ex experience, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's there's pros and cons to everything. Like I say that, like, and like it depends me, on who like, you are. 
Yeah, like for me, you know, like, I mean, I, I think I took the whole like devotion thing to a very extreme level when I was in college, especially during the summers. Oh, like, tell me what you was doing when me and Chance pulled up on you. I mean, you you didn't even, if you think that was bad, like you should have seen the summer times. Like I was the only person on campus because I knew that I'd have like unlimited mm -hmm. time. I never went home and I would right. work out like during the weeks, like before I got my first injury, I'd work out three times a day, wake up like five in the morning, go go to the gym, yeah, you know, like three yeah. times a day. Um, and then on the weekends, I on Saturdays, I'd only work out like twice. And then I was like, you know, doing side jobs or whatever to make some extra cash. And then on Sundays, I would just run to the Golden Gate Bridge and back, which is like mm -hmm. around like seven and a half miles or whatever. I did like every every day. Like I did that every week for like a month, like two yeah. summers in a row. And yeah. you know, like which I like at the on one end of like you know, it's not like the. You know, there are things that you miss out, mm -hmm. but being able to dive fully into something like that is also yeah. really cool. Yeah. Like yes. that's like, how many people can say I'm this devoted to doing something? You know mm, I mean? Yeah. And even though I did have an unhealthy relationship with basketball, like if I would have got to the league, would I say that I like regretted my unhealthy relationship mm. with basketball? I mean, it's like, no one's gonna be like, oh, you have a terrible relationship with that. Like, how are you gonna say that to me when I'm in the NBA? I got drafted or whatever. All these things. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's what I mean when I say there's pros and cons. And I could still have that unhealthy relationship, but I, but that got me you know, to that, to that point where I get to play in the, I get to play in the NBA, I get to do things that I've always dreamed of since I was a kid, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's just interesting. Like, I don't really know, like, how to describe it. it. Is, yeah. But, I don't think there's a right or wrong way because. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not where you're at, who you are, what you need. Some people can't do anything else because they'll get distracted. They'll fall into yeah. it. It's um, easy to fall into it too. That's a very thing. That's one thing that people don't talk about either is like, Yes, especially men's, especially in men's sports. Yeah, because you guys get a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, for yeah. sure. But I mean, it's like you, you know, you have like the things are, that you're doing are fun, and so it's like very easy to keep doing those things. Like there's a reason why, you know, uh, those things are difficult for people. But that's that's the thing. It's like you have to learn how to balance it and everything. And that's just, uh, you know. It's a process. It's a process. I think just having a routine and trying to stick to it the best yes. as possible and like giving yourself new challenges like in the midst of those routines is the best yeah. way to still stay like in that, you know, like in that zone where you're still challenging yourself. You don't get bored with your routine and at the same time you're still able to, you know, go out and do other things. But when right. you come home, you have another challenge that you have to, you know, get yourself up for that's going to keep you focused and keep you locked in. So that's kind of yeah. the thing that I learned from this whole yeah. This, you know. Yeah, no, that's good. That's so good. I mean, coaches nowadays, they don't give you too much opportunity to do anything else either. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that whole thing is so that micromanagement be different. It's Not every coach is like that, but. Yeah, I was lucky that at San Francisco, they didn't do that to us. But yeah. like other schools, it's honestly like, I'm not, I think it's really wrong. Like one, it's really like they don't really work on skill development. So guys aren't even able to get better and they're spending all their time mm -hmm. in the gym every single day. They're not going to want to spend extra time in there. They feel like they're like, you know, I don't want to use the word slave. Yeah. They feel like they don't have any, any, any autonomy to do anything. So Facts. why Facts. would they spend the little extra time that they have in the day when you're giving them 16 hours, you know, in the gym, why would they spend any extra time trying to get better? Like, 
they don't even have a lot of Miami. So those are uh, yeah. No, there's something powerful about autonomy that people don't understand sometimes because you get so caught up. But it's like you get better. Yes, exactly. If you trust me, I'm gonna go in the gym on my own. Exactly. Exactly. And and I'm gonna play better because I'm getting time outside of this constructed practice time when it's all about everyone else. I'm able to focus on myself and free my mind. Exactly. You're not letting me be free. Like exactly. I'm a genius. And it's like, like, what are we even doing all this, spending all this time doing anyway? Like we're not getting better. We're just focusing on the same plays or you wanna add plays that we're not even gonna use in the game. So like, what are we, I don't know what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, I get, you know, wanting to make sure that you that you checked off everything you want to check off as a coach. Like, I understand that because I'm a very, you know, meticulous person, too. But you have to also, like, give these guys time, you know, away from the game so they can still want to play. Like, yes. that's, a big, that's a big thing. So yes. I don't, that's just me. No, but. I agree. If any coaches watch this, give your student athletes some time in the summer. Stop, stop keeping us there all summer. Like, I, I love playing basketball. I personally, yes. I stayed all summer one time, but that's different me choosing than being in the gym with all these uh, group skill development. Yeah, you don't, you don't, exactly. Development and you giving me all these different activities Yes. In the middle of the day. So I can't even go anywhere yes. after practice because you took up my whole day on purpose. Yes. Like, and this is not to. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just, this isn't like to, to bash any one coach. A lot of coaches no, do this. No. Yes, this is a very common thing. Like what I would say is if you give ownership and you give players power and responsibility, a lot of players, they want to be high achievers because they want to play well because they know it comes with that. It comes, you know, all the attention, all yes. the opportunities for more for more things in the future with their careers. And, you know, like it's nice to be able to play the game that you play and you play well, you know. So yes. if you give players, you know, you, you challenge them and you're like, I'm going to give you this opportunity. This is what I want you to get better at. Come back to me better at these things. And if, you know, you mm. give them that, that space then a lot of guys are going to take that challenge up. But if you try to micromanage and control everything, then you're going to leave with players not enjoying the game of basketball as much as they yes. would other. And yes. so, and then I also you just get to overtraining and stuff and that's how players get injured and stuff. Like it's just, it, it can lead to a lot of problems. Yes. Um, I totally agree. I mean, but there's like the other end of it where they just don't want guys getting lazy, you know, when they're not, paying them any attention i get i get both sides like there's not any perfect and i think it goes back back to charles what does my program look like what yes. type of player do i have exactly it's not a one size fit all exactly. let's see what happens when i give them a little autonomy okay right. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i i think it really is situational like you were yeah, saying it definitely so, is it definitely is so some people you may have to micromanage because they'll give up while and you'll start yes. losing or your people are going to come back out of shape. Exactly. So I, I too see both. Yeah. Or they have too much free time, you know, they go out, they go out, they do things they're not supposed to do. Yes, yes, <laughs> they, you know, it gets yes. back to school and, you know, leads to a lot of problems. That, that, yes. those are all possibilities. So like you said, right. it's about you know, getting, making sure you have the right 
the right players that fit whatever you're trying to do as a, as a coach. That's the, I think the most right. important. No, I totally agree. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about staying ready. Yes. This is something you've had to exercise multiple times. This is something I've had to exercise an enormous amount of times as well. And I think it's something that student athletes of all ages need to practice as well. Mm -hmm. Because you don't always get the things you want when you want them. Yes. But when the opportunity comes, you cannot blow it and then expect for you to have any credibility or say or footing, you know? So how are you able to, yeah, you know. So yeah. what what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm I'm tired of, of this happening to us. Okay, so I have three examples that I just came up with literally just now yeah. as you said this, and they're all very different circumstances. One I think is the most important thing that people don't talk about is the financial aspect of everything. Um, and then two was just like, just being ready in like in the basketball moments. So uh, when I graduated from Louisville, um, well, not graduated from Louisville. I was, I was so done when I got injured. I was just like, it was a lot, of, it was a lot mentally. And I was just like, I'm just done. So I just left, I didn't even finish. Um, and then uh, I decided I wanted to keep playing basketball, but I didn't like, I didn't have any means of making money. And I had, I couldn't really walk because you know, my knee was like messed up. And so I had to spend a lot of time not making money. I had to go back, live with my parents for the first time since I graduated high school. And it was hard and I had to work. Like I, I had to find ways to make some extra money on the side, like during the entire time. But I had money saved up from when I was going through college and everything. And I know like, you know, guys are getting bigger bags. Like it's nice, you know, students are getting bigger bags. Like it's great. But when you leave, if you're not going to the league or you're not going to a top league overseas, you're not going to be making that much money when you start out. And you don't even know how long it's going to take before you get a job in the first place. So just mm -hmm. making sure that you have your money saved up in order to give yourself that power, you know, to, to wait out or to That's do things good. that, you, you know, you might not be able to do otherwise is so important. Like, it's like, I can't, like, I can't stress that enough. If I didn't have money saved up, there's no way I'd be playing basketball right now. And I don't have so, no Louis, no Louis V belts. No, no Louisville, no Louisville. But that's fine. Like you can still here's the thing, man. Like you can still buy the things that you care about or that are valuable to you. You have to ask yourself why you're buying those things, and you have to make sure that you're still good after you have those things. Like I still, you know, I still spent money. Making music right. is not a very is it's an expensive thing to do. And I spent a lot of money doing that. But I still had a lot of, I wasn't I had a budget for it and I made sure I didn't go over that. And if I did, I made sure that I made enough money to cover to cover me if I did go over it. And so those were the things that, you know, you kind of have to think about and like put into account whenever you're going through these kinds of things. Another story, uh, just really quick. When I was traveling, I had to go through all of my savings because I, you know, I wanted to play basketball. It was my dream. I was like, I just want to be able to prove to myself that I can come back and play professional sports because that's, I've always wanted to do that. And so uh, I was in France and I was uh, working out, training with different teams out there. I got an invite to go to this team in Lyon, France, which is like a little bit outside of Paris. So I go there and, um, you know, I train or whatever, do all these things. Team likes me, but apparently it's too late in the season. They already had their American or like non-France player that they had signed. So I couldn't, I couldn't get on that team, even though I was definitely, in my opinion, I was best player there. But, you know, whatever. It is like, it is what it is. 
they had me stay for another another week, whatever. All these things happened. Still didn't get the job. I got signed to another team um, that was in Cameroon, uh, which was my first opportunity to play professional basketball. So I took it. I signed a deal or whatever. Radio silence for like two or three weeks after I signed. And they had been texting me like almost every day before leading up to me signing. And so I thought that this team ghosted me. I'm like, this is not happening. I'm not going to play with this team. Um, and so I had to go back because I ran out of money. I didn't have any more money to stay in Europe. And so I'm like, okay, well, I got to go. So I end up going back to the States to live with my, to stay with my parents, make some more money to try to do the whole thing again. But the first day I get back, I go to the gym and I'm still working out. And it was really hard because, you know, I, I traveled overseas to do this thing and I, I'm, you know, I'm here and I, I come back and I don't have anything to show for it. But I was still willing to work. And I'm literally in the gym like every day, but like when I got back and I'm like, I'm going to get a job and then I'm going to, you know, make some extra money. I'm going to go out and do it again. That same weekend, I'm in the gym and my dad's blowing up my phone. So I answer the phone. He's like, remember that team that you signed with? They want you to go play with them. Like they want you to leave on Monday. And it had been like a Friday or Saturday at this point. I didn't believe him. Um, we ended up talking with the team and everything. And then I ended up going out. But I was like, I still stayed mentally ready that entire time that I was going to do what I was going to do. In spite of like literally it being like one of the hardest things for me to go through. And so I end up going. And then this leads into the third story. I get I get there. And in my opinion, again, I'm like the best player on the team or whatever. If I'm not the best player, I'm definitely I'm definitely one of the best players, whatever. But um, so I'm on the team. I'm playing. I'm practicing. I'm doing really well. We get to the games, and I'm not playing. And when I tell you that there are guys, like no disrespect to the guys I was playing with, but there are guys that should not have been playing in front of me. There are guys that should not have been playing in front of me. And it was like glaringly obvious. And I was so frustrated because I'd worked so hard. And I was busting everybody in practice and everything, like significantly. And so I was I was getting really frustrated. But I had all I had learned so many things along the way to just make sure I was staying mentally ready the entire time. I was practicing my breathing exercises when I was on the bench, just staying locked in, doing self-talk mm -hmm. to myself while I was on the bench. And then I get to the point where, you know, we're losing by like 20 points or something like that. And it's the fourth quarter is like, okay, well, game's over. Let's just put our bench players. I think I had like 17 points in the fourth quarter or something like that. And then the next game comes, I still don't play. They do the exact same thing. I'm like, okay, you know what? I did this before. I can do it again. I stay ready. I get in a little bit earlier. I score 17 again. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, I had like 12 points in like one quarter or something like that. And then I had, I finished the game like 17 or something like that. And then that performance led to me getting all the other opportunities that I got to play basketball and even get to the point where I'm at right now, where I can say like, you know, staying ready is so important like if you're not because if i don't if i'm not ready in those moments i have nothing yeah like if i'm not ready in that opportunity i lose everything i don't have anything and you know that's just kind of that's just kind of the way that it goes but it's not easy and it's not fair for like it's, a lot of people but it doesn't yes. matter you have to be ready for when because when that time comes and you're not ready then we're like you see that's why you didn't get the chance even though you should have gotten the chance all that time before it doesn't matter because when you got it you didn't do anything with it so Mm, that's so good. Yeah. I you said so much there. I think one of the things I want to highlight what you said. It's not fair. It's not. And that's Sports okay. It's not fair. Oof, it's not. Oh, it's not fair. Like you can literally. You know who I'm thinking of, and I'm. 
I'm name dropping Ronnie Boyce. <laughs> my guy, Ronnie. <laughs> a bucket. Bro. I've never a seen bucket. that in my entire life. A bucket. Certified. Got no PT. Yes. West Coast Conference. Yes. Had like 32 in the in the fourth quarter. I've yeah. never seen that in my life. Yeah. I give that's a very extreme example, but I give mm -hmm. that to say you can be crossing your T's, dotting your I's, being a good teammate, making yeah. your shots, busting people in practice, and you can still not play. That's the reality of it. Yes. Like you said, you have to, you have to be strong enough to resist the temptation to meditate on your pride and your offense. Yes. Because once you do that, you are going to be so distracted. And that yeah. is, I promise you, that is the exact moment your coach is going to put you in. Yeah. And you're going to mess they up. Know. They know. They know. They know. know. No, right. They're yeah. like, no, they're not ready at this moment. Let me prove yeah. my point right here. Exactly. Because <laughs> people, everybody has pride. I don't care where you go. You're going to mm. find people pride. And they want to prove that they're, they're right. That's and so, so they're going to find ways to do that. And so you have to be understand that you have to be stronger than that in those moments. And it is hard. And you're not always going to do it. It's fine. But when those moments come, you have to be ready for them. Right. Can you still hear me? I can hear you, but I lost I lost the visual. Though. You keep right when you're getting in your bag. That's pretty <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Maybe I'm just maybe we'll talk about it later or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything you said was so good and so on point. And I appreciate your vulnerability with just being like, there's times I played, there's times I haven't played. You yeah. know? Because I think sometimes as an athlete, we can have shame. Mm -hmm. and, and omitting that is like, oh, maybe I'm not really the player I thought. I mean, so whether you are or not, you can always get better regardless, you know? Good. So like... It is possible, and you might be right to complain about not playing. I'm not saying that you're not. It's very possible. There have definitely been times when I thought I should be playing, and I definitely should have been playing. And this happened, is happening again. But, like, those things happen, though. You know what I mean? So it's like, but regardless, you can still get better as a basketball player. So there are things that you can do. You're not playing perfect. If you were playing perfect, you would be playing. You know what I mean? You'd be playing more. There's no way that a coach is not going to play you if you're playing perfect basketball. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I just try to do, like for myself. Like when I, when I get frustrated, I'm like, okay. Do you get what I mean? I do. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying that you're right. Like the coach is right for not playing you. That's, that's, but that's not the point. The point is, you still have power and you still have control in that situation to still improve yourself as a basketball player or whatever it is in life that you're doing. Yeah. So that's kind of the way that I look at it. Like whenever those things happen, I'm just like okay, I know that I can do this. I know I can get better at this. Let me be the best at this and let me improve this. And then let's see what the coach does. If he right. still doesn't right. play me or if they still don't give me the opportunities I feel like I deserve, let's see where else I can improve. And then let me do that too. And then we'll see what happens and come back, you know? And yeah. then you know, as those things continue, it becomes undeniable after a certain point. Like that's what happened to me in my last season. Um, I went from not playing to like, literally they give you the ball and they're like, take us home. Right. And I took us home a couple of times, you know what I mean? Like it was a really good feeling. 
Um, especially because right. I didn't even think that was like a possibility on that team just because, you know, I had a lot of, like I had a little, you know, ups and downs, a lot of ups and downs when it came to like the coaching and like the decision making and stuff like that. I think my my camera's getting hot. It's probably overheating. That's probably what's going on. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Wow, this visual is going to be, I. you were saying so much. I honestly uh-huh. think I'm just going to post it like this. Because <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You kept talking over it, and it was good. I'm like, <laughs> I want it. Maybe, okay, this is what I'll do. Mm-hmm. The people listening are going to get the full tea. The people watching, they may right. not get everything you said. So. That's fine. That's and that's fine, but I don't want to, I don't want to not post what you're saying because it's yeah. so good, so valuable. The people listening, y'all got the real tea. Um, there's a lot of technical difficulties. I got rainbow colors on my camera, <laughs> and I appreciate y'all rocking with us still. Okay. I just want to say something to to you, Nia. Uh, I think that it's so yeah. great what you're doing right now. There's definitely a space and a community of people that need you know, to hear and have these conversations. And and unfortunately, mm-hmm. they don't have access to, you know, to athletes like like me and other people that you have on here to, to have these conversations or ask these questions. So the fact that you're providing that space like in a positive and a productive way, you know, I think it's I think it's awesome. I really think that's good stuff that you're doing. So um, Thank yeah, you. just keep going. Thank you so much. I appreciate no it. No problem. I appreciate you and you doing this as well. Yeah, it's course. not easy, but it it's needed. Yeah. You know? It's so needed. We don't have to suffer alone. Or we don't have or we can we can have joy together as well, right? It's not all exactly. bad. It's not. Like, have, there's, it's, like, there's so many good things. Like there have been so many rough, dark moments, but along with that have been so many euphoric like wow. like incredible moments that I would never, you know, exchange for anything else. You know what I mean? Seriously. And, and just how you go as a person. I mean, I'm kind of turning a pretty cool person now. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like, I do. I think so too. Like the, so. the skills and the abilities that I'm getting, like also just like socially, like when you're in the league, like there's so many, you're so like, I don't I feel like you're so coddled as a person. Everyone does everything for you. And so you don't know how to actually do anything or like be like a functional human, like outside of basketball. I feel like that's kind of the case in college too, for the most part. But like when you get out on your own and you have to figure things out, like I taught myself how to like, I know my body so well. I taught myself joint capacity, building out my joints and my my mobility and my explosiveness through that. And now I'm more explosive than I was before I had surgery. I'm trilingual. Um, like my social skills have gotten so much better. My ability to like move around and understand different cultures and everything, like from a holistic point of view, has gotten better. And learning how to produce, mix and master, my songwriting has gotten absolutely insane. Like like video editing, all these different things. Like I'm like I'm I feel like I'm stacking like a crazy crazy pile of like things, and I feel like I can learn how to do anything. I can teach myself how to do whatever I want. I can be and do whatever I want. So it's like. The liberation and like the freedom that I've gotten from you know this path for the longest I've always said you know everyone always says you know like uh, oh everything happens for a reason or whatever like oh like would you but if you did this and this wouldn't happen I'm like well I'd be in the league so I don't care like that's what I want this is like the first time which is so crazy because I'm still broke like 
like this, but this is the first time that like I've uh, I've genuinely contemplated like if it was better, you know, like what like where my life is right now versus like me being able to like you know be playing in the NBA, which is so crazy because like I'm gonna be honest, I've never even con like that thought has never crossed my mind. I was like, if I didn't get injured, I'd be in the league. And that's what I wanted. So I honestly don't care about anything else. Like that was just like where my that's where my head was at. Like to be completely honest, you know what I mean. And this is the first time where I'm like, even though I still don't have any money, even though my life is still not where I want it to be, because of the things that I'm building and working on. Like I genuinely question. I'm like, okay, this is now it's valid to ask the question. Like, would you rather have this or rather be you know that guy who made it to the league and you know going you know doing that. It's a valid question. And this is crazy that I'm like even like contemplating that. But that's just, you know, that goes to show like you don't waste time and you know you work on yourself like during those moments. Like the things that you can create out of what seems like nothing can be pretty incredible. And I'm not there yet, but I see the vision, I see the path, you know, so it's exciting. And there's only certain things you can learn in the valley. Of course, of course. Like it's like it's impossible. You can't get those things when everyone's you know holding your hand. Everyone's uh, I'm trying to think of like a PG way to say these things, but like just everyone's just like you know kind of trying to guide you to wherever it is that you're trying to go. You know what I mean? It's like because everyone sees, oh my goodness, he's this person or he's that person, and like let come here, do this for me. Can I have this for you? I have this for you. I have this for you. And everyone just wants something from you. That's really all that it is. And they want to get association by you because that proves or improves their social status or social whatever, uh, social standing in the, in the place. And like they're using you as a ladder. That's all that it is, you know? And outside of what that one thing that you do, a lot of guys they don't have the so they don't have social skills. A lot of guys don't know how to do things. They don't know financial financial stuff, and it's fine because you know they have they've gotten to the point where they're making so much money. A lot of those things don't really matter at the end of the day, as long as they're not you know their habits aren't atrocious, you know. And like, you're, those you're speaking to athletes that are pro. Like yeah. let's let's bring it back to college athletes. That's a true. Lot when you get to college, men that's and men are leaving that space. Yes. Not they knowing leave the space. a lot of a lot of athletes, a lot of athletes leave and they're still children when they graduate. Yes. And it's really sad because they didn't learn how to do anything for themselves. They had no. everyone hold their hands and coddle them to do everything because they just wanted to get this short-term gain so that way they wouldn't have to deal with the long-term growth that it has to take for them to actually build these skills to become and a, you know like, what they're not used to accountability. Yeah. Good they job, wanna get, yeah, they want to get applause for everything. They want to get, you know, adulation for everything. And if they don't get that immediate, you know, gratification after they do something and it doesn't bring like that immediate thing, then a lot of a lot of guys, me, I'm telling you, a lot of guys, they will just they'll just quit. I know. Uh because hold on. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? What are we doing? I'm gonna change it to this is gonna be so good because look how resilient this is. This is how you know we're resilient. Yes. Cause look, I'm gonna just switch it to the. I'm That's fine. That looks great anyway. That looks great anyway. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little blurry, but it's okay. Yes, it's fine. It looks great. Um, but yeah, made it. Made it a little rough to date. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I'm sure vice versa. Like we can't just make it like a, a dumb men athlete thing. Like some of us females, we don't we don't know how to cook. We don't know how to think. We just know how to take pictures. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, so it is important to go mm-hmm. through those highs and lows because it reveals where you're insecure. It reveals what you're lacking or it reveals where you need yes. to grow and you really only get it. Like I was just talking to my homegirl from church and we were talking about our relationship with God and how you only know certain things through suffering. But like sometimes you have to look up. The only time you will look up at God is when you're suffering. I'm sorry. That's the way we are. We got pride. We think we can do it ourselves. And that's the same thing. Like with personal development, if you're not struggling, you're not going to grow. Why would you? Why would you? I don't even think you need to. Why would you? That doesn't even come to your mind. If it does, right. I mean, you're a special person, but it's so rare to find people like that. That's like, that right. at the top, and they're like, how much better can I get? Let me let me work on this. Like, people don't think that way. That's just not, people doing that. not, they're not. But one thing mm-hmm. I want to say, like that's actually been one of the most incredible things. I had no idea that I got preferential treatment because I was an athlete. Because when I was in San Francisco, we didn't get like, uh, I don't know. It wasn't, I didn't feel like it was a big deal when I first got there that, you know, we were on the team and stuff because basketball wasn't a big deal when I first got to San Francisco. But like, I didn't realize that I had started getting preferential treatment because it was so gradual. That the yeah. point, like when I lost everything, and then you know people were like treating me differently afterwards that was when i was like oh okay so this is what like you know an athlete is like and like i have to i'm like okay oh so like this is my friend oh so he's not my friend like he just wanted the, even uh, now you know? charles even now yeah i'd be what like oh we was low-key hanging out all the time now you can't yeah, I like, okay i mean i just i didn't know but now i know and I, it's okay yeah. I, I appreciate you for that lesson you know what i mean and now it's like everyone around me, I'm like, oh, so this is all different. Okay, like this is yeah. why it's different. Okay, got you, got you. Now I understand. I got it. But then it's when you cool. go from that and then you can still muster up the courage to find like incredible moments where you travel places mm-hmm. and you do things that previously you know would have been only because of your clout. Now no one knows who you are. No one cares about who you are. And you're still able to do those things. It's that different. is a crazy ah, you don't have the crutch you don't have the crutch and it feels incredible it's like now like that's one of the things that i love like when i travel like i don't like no one knows who i am i can just move around and like it's like one of those things where it's cool because you can really experience things without really even having that much money and you get to meet people and make relationships and friends and and have these experiences that are just so much more genuine you know what i mean like you like yeah. You don't feel like you're cut off or secluded from the whole group. Like the whole VIP thing is kind of stupid to me. I'm not really big on that because I want to be like around, like I want to be with the people. I want to be around the people. That's where they're actually having fun. That was so, just, that was so city life too, the VIP. Yeah, thing. but it's like you're, you're not, you, the whole VIP thing is like, it's just to look cool, but you're not actually having fun. So who actually yeah. cares? You know, like you just look special, but you just look like a, you're just a, a trophy on the wall. Like you're not doing anything. Everyone just stares at you and you just stare back at them. And you're like, yeah, worship me or whatever. But you're not doing anything. The people that are actually doing it, stuff is like, you know, the people that are out there, like, you know, yeah. in the- The ones you're gonna text when it's all said and done. You're gonna exactly. text the people that were out there. 
Exactly. No, I love that. And it's, it's a, I agree. It's a huge flex to where, you know, it doesn't matter where I'm at, whether I'm high or low, whether I'm rich or poor, I'm me. I'm me. It's going to work out. I can have on Gucci. I can have on Payless. I know who I am. Nobody can take that from me. Oh my God. That's that's powerful. And you only know that when you lose it. Yes. Yes. Because how could you know otherwise? Like, like, like everyone can have confidence, but you can't really know unless you actually go through it. And so I'm grateful for it, which is crazy. I think this might be actually the first time I'm saying it out loud that I'm grateful. Wow. 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 Yeah. So. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. I honestly, I'm being so for real. I might just put this on there with the three lines. That's how I'm feeling. The combo was juicy. I, I'm going to cut the, the dead time, but you know, yeah, of course, of course, I might keep it because it was still a very fruitful conversation nonetheless. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to miss any of it. No, I get that. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause my camera's overheating, yeah. but I can't be mad at the camera. Right. Can I? Oh, that's good. You I get can. you work through it. You work through it. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, bro. bro. Love you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, I'm wishing you the best as always, and I'm already knowing this pod. Like whoever chooses to watch it, watch it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a blessing to them. All right. Peace. Hello.